Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Uber has underestimated us for the last time. Uber drivers are on strike this morning after the company blocked their expected raises. A warning this morning from the mayor. New York City braces for another wave of asylum seekers with the expiration of a pandemic-era border ban. I'm Marla Diamond at the Port Authority. In today's 88 seconds in sound for this date, the New World Trade Center's big reveal, and when medical science pulled back the curtain on Dr. Oz. It's Monday. It's December 19th. Good morning. I'm Wayne Kaplan. I'm Paul Bernane. Sunny today, but with that cold wind, it's going to feel like it's in the 20s. We begin at the Port Authority bus terminal, where Mayor Adams is bracing for a surge in buses from the border full of immigrants with this week's expiration of a federal rule that has been turning them away ever since the pandemic. Marla Diamond at the Port Authority this morning. Marla, what did the mayor say about that and about the financial burden on the city? Well, good morning, Paul and Wayne. He has issued a dire warning with the expiration of Title 42. The mayor expects 10 to 15 busloads with over 1,000 asylum seekers to arrive here at the bus station in the next two days. In an email blast to city council members, the mayor noted the shelter system is at capacity. The city has received 31,000 asylum seekers since the spring. Adams and his administration are pinning blame on both the state and federal government for not helping the city financially. They've submitted a $1 billion funding request to FEMA, but the mayor says it's been largely ignored. The city council has planned two days of hearings today and tomorrow to address the crisis. Wayne and Paul. Marta Diamond, thank you. If you rely on Uber, don't. Not today. Drivers are staging a one-day strike, and they're rallying across the Brooklyn Bridge this morning. Here's the reason why. Uber drivers accusing the company of stealing their raise from them during the holiday season. Increases approved by the TLC that were supposed to begin today. It was an Uber lawsuit that has now sent this into court next month. As you can imagine, drivers aren't happy. You know why? Because they don't care about the drivers. They don't care about to collect 35%. They have the monthly payments, loan rent, registration, they don't care. Hundreds of Uber drivers lining up underneath the BQE this morning. A caravan over the Brooklyn Bridge to a rally and protest in Foley Square. From Brooklyn, Glenn Shuck, WCBS News Radio 880. If you're planning to take the Brooklyn Bridge later this morning, beware the Uber driver's caravan is scheduled to cross into Manhattan at around 9 a.m. An NJ Transit bus driver has been charged with attempted murder while on the job. 48-year-old Charles Fierros of Staten Island is accused of firing at three teenagers who he says assaulted him Saturday night outside of a bus in Jersey City. The handgun he used was stolen. And one of the three teenagers was hit three times in the stomach and is in critical condition. The discovery of bullets at Patchogue Medford High School on Friday was not reported to parents until 
last night, leaving parents angry. A packet with 19 bullets was found in the vestibule on Friday morning, but the school waited two and a half days to get the email out to parents. Suffolk County Police say last night that there does not appear to be any credible threat against the school. Well, Craig Allen is off for uh, the next, uh, I don't know how long actually. I mean, it's that time of the year when people are off for undetermined stretches of time. Are we here know? really? We have to ask ourselves that. This I'm pinching myself. Yes, we're here this morning and so is Brandon Buckingham in the Weather Center. Good morning, Brandon. Yes, good morning. It's going to be a blustery and cold day, although we will see a good deal of sunshine. Highs right around 40, but those wind chills will be in the 20s much of the time. And then mainly clear skies tonight. Those lows will range from the mid-20s in many suburbs to about 30 in Midtown. And then those mostly sunny skies continuing tomorrow, but not quite as harsh with less of a wind out there. A high rate around 40. The chill will linger into Wednesday as sunshine mixes in with some clouds with a high of 39. Then it will turn out cloudy Thursday with some rain arriving later in the afternoon. There can be some snow mixed in at the start, especially north and west of the city. And then Thursday night into Friday, we are watching a powerful storm approach the area with strong uh, gusty winds and heavy rain potentially. So uh, highs climbing up into the 50s on Friday, but we should turn very cold Friday night into Saturday. The price of riding in a taxi is going up today in quite a bit. Metered fares today increased 23%. In New York City, the base fare goes up too, from $2.50 to 3 bucks. The flat fare ride from Manhattan to JFK, $70. The surcharge to Newark, $20. The ride to LaGuardia, that's getting slapped with a $5 surcharge. It's the first increase for the yellow cabbies in 10 years. Now imagine Fifth Avenue, New York City. Without so many taxis and cars, the city is doing just that, reimagining Fifth Avenue between Central Park and Bryant Park. Mayor Adams announced yesterday he is forming a coalition to find ways to make Fifth Avenue, as he put it, more appealing to residents, workers, and visitors with world-class public space. Well, once that plan is set, the city intends to hire a design firm to begin the process of transforming Fifth Avenue sometime next year. It was on this date the Central Park Five became the Exonerated Five. Today, 20 years later, the five are getting a gate named for them at an entrance to Central Park where a jogger was raped and left for dead in 1989. The five who were accused and convicted spent years behind bars before DNA evidence led to the real killer. The unveiling of the gate in their honor will be at 11 this morning at 110th between Malcolm X Boulevard and 5th Avenue. Don't you love them? Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernay. It's going to be a cold one today, around 40 with the sunshine, but it's going to feel like it's in the 20s. Hanukkah is underway. And the light was bright on the first night at the Big Menorah at Grand Army Plaza in Brooklyn. The Jewish community celebrated the first day of Hanukkah here and lit the first candle on Brooklyn's largest menorah. Jacob Hecht was here with his family. A coming together as a community, a standing strong, a, a, a celebrating together, being there for one another. Yeah, I think that they feel that. Kids received gifts, people danced, and there was singing. Rachel Lynch brought her two kids in hopes they learn about their Jewish heritage. Obviously the miracle, but uh, you know, more than anything, it's supporting everybody um, around them and you know, coming together in, in despite of uh, you know, negativity towards Jews. Happy Hanukkah to everyone. 
in Parslope, Brooklyn. Darius Radzi is WCBS News Radio 880. Up next, our WCBS News Radio 88 seconds in sound for the 19th of December. The building has to rise and soar to a height that will never be surpassed because it means something. If you can right now, take a look down at Lower Manhattan to the tallest building and see it as if it were new. What do you think? On this date, two years after the World Trade Center was knocked down, we heard from the Polish-American architect Daniel Liebeskin. He revealed for the first time that soaring building we're seeing right now and the reason for its height. 1776, the date of the Declaration of Independence, the greatest document, in my view, ever written. That tower should really be the beacon of light and hope in a world which is often dark. His original plan had windmills on the top to generate power. That didn't happen. But he did win popular support for the principle that the original Twin Towers footprints should be turned into a memorial. This should be a wake-up call for all of us. President Obama, days after the Newtown, Connecticut school massacre, announced a plan. He's assigned Vice President Joe Biden the task of assembling experts to come up with an array of legislation aimed at fighting gun violence. Mr. Obama mentioned reviving the assault weapon ban and enacting mental health and education initiatives. No later than January. Proposals that I then intend to push without delay. This time, the president says the words need to lead to action. This date in 2002, the Central Park Five became the Exonerated Five when a judge threw out the convictions. But at what cost? They spent years in prison only to be exonerated when the real rapists came forward. We're 14, 15, and 16-year-old kids. Never been in trouble with the law. What about the victim, Patricia Mealy? She told the New York Times... I have, you know, residual physical and, and cognitive deficits, but they're very, very subtle, and I'm so fortunate for that. I don't get why you need to say this stuff because you know it's not true. Dr. Oz had to swallow some bad-tasting medicine. This date in 2014, the British Medical Journal found only about 46% of the advice he doled out was supported by medical evidence. I actually do personally believe in the in the items that I talk about in the show. I, I passionately study them. We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. This is December 19th. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.